Welcome back again to the Heavy Shell Podcast. I'm your host, West, and with me, as always, I'm happy to have Luca. Hello. And Moose. Hello. And I'd like to think we've got a great show for you today. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a cultural show. Not necessarily a state of the gaming industry kind of thing, but you know, we're going to cover a wide gamut of uh, the kind of people who play games, specifically young, old, and even women nowadays. <gasps> Believe it or what? not, um, we'll, we'll see what Forbes had to say about that. Now, uh, to start off with, with the young, we had an interesting story about a kid who's like what nine years old, Luca, eight years old. Was it, I? I thought it was eight. Who? Um, he has already signed a pro contract. Oh, you're thirty-three thousand dollars. Oh no! And got a five thousand dollar gaming PC to go with it. Okay, now, okay, a, a pro contract to play with like an esports team. Yes, Team Thirty Three, I believe, is the organization. I find the the thirty three thousand dollars and the Team Thirty Three to be really funny. Like, is is that just their meme? You know, I gotta look into it if I'm getting my numbers mixed up somehow. No, you are correct. It was Team. Maybe 33. it's Team Thirty Three Thousand, and they only gave him thirty three bucks. Um, <laughs> he is Stupid a kid. By the kid. Way. <laughs> shouldn't sign a contract kid um so yeah i want to say that it would i think thirty three thousand dollars would for one person make him single-handedly above the poverty line in the united states that's i'm glad you led with that because that's something i wanted to mention I, i was thinking about this as i was getting my drink before the podcast i was like that kid at age nine made more money than i had ever made in my life until i had served a year in the united states navy it Should took me a games. year of sacrificing my life to catch up with what this kid made at the age of nine. Yeah, like I think. And to that, that I of... say the PSA, you know, I like to do this. I like to joke around about getting the government to step in. Um, I want the government to step in to say boomers no longer have the right to free speech. Because boomers okay, are the ones is, that on, told me, no, 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 don't stop um, me. I, I, you've just given me whiplash, but go on. Boomers are the ones that were telling people like me, millennials and under, that you'll never make money from video games. Well, that is a damn lie, because we had nine-year-olds turning pro. This would be like if the New York Yankees were just going to playgrounds in baseball <laughs> and just be like, yo, kid, you got a contract. We like the way you hit that off the tee stand. Oh, my God. They're just signing T-ball players. I mean... That is the amazing thing, I think, about video games as a competitive sport, because, you know, children are an inherent disadvantage in almost every traditional sport, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, let's be honest. They're weak. They're uncoordinated, you know? <laughs> Some, they're selfish. This, I, I they have no the communication skills. Like, they have undeveloped weak. character, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm done I'm done uh, dabbing on on small no, children. No, keep now. keep insulting um, children. But I'll, I'll say yeah. Well, that, that's that's what makes you popular on the internet is is bullying children. I know this from experience. Um, but uh, got to get those in those gaming up. in particular. I believe there actually are studies about like children's brains, like 
being more malleable and conducive to like learning game systems or something like that. Uh, I've heard people talk about, um, and so it it seems as if children might actually be an advantage to some extent in this one particular new uh, field of competitive gaming. I mean, look, we I'm have... gonna raise my child in the cyber world. She's oh, gonna be God. hooked up to machines. He's going to be I, one with the machine. I mean, you Mind joke. Metal. You joke, Bind but it's probably going to be that way regardless. I mean, look, we have elected officials and congressmen. Um, that's the same thing. I don't know why I doubled down. Um, that literally don't know how to operate their email. They have a younger person operate their email for them. Um, these kids uh, are I raised was... off of iPads. Mm-hmm. Like, this nine-year-old clearly must have had an iPad or something. So, like, what they're learning game-wise, like... When you follow the path, it kind of just makes sense that he'd be a pro at nine years old. The same, the same way you might have um, someone play at a good level of high school basketball, and sometimes they can sign to the NBA. You know, this guy's been playing video games since he was five. He's nine years old. There's your four years commitment. He's ready. He's he's going in. The sitting the, young, the only young kid. This is only one of the recent ones. Um, there's a dude I can't remember his name, but uh, he he's a Call of Duty pro. Like legit, just just mayhem in Warzone from this kid. No joke, he's just solid and like great communication. He's like a little adult <laughs> that's like serious about Call of Duty, and it's amazing. Now, all of this is legal so far. Like he can sign contracts and all that stuff. I I believe his parents would have to get on it, would they not? Yeah, yeah, but well, like, I, I don't know. I, but we but are legal not lawyers, within like okay. gaming, I just want to say ga- that. like like it's um, the games he play okay, are rated T for teen or whatever, but mm. he can still play them. And then uh, but there's yeah. like he can enter into certain cups, um, competitions, but then he has to yeah. be thirteen to where he can like get the prize, you know. Oh, oof, that, that's got to hurt a little bit. Yeah. And I, so, I, I do want to say one thing, which is like, I, it's weird the, because, you know, gaming, like esports is a, an industry that's been, you know, very much blowing up in the last couple of years, streaming in general, or streaming as well, right? And so in like the, um, the frame of that, $33,000 doesn't sound like a lot. But it's what you were saying again before, where it's like, it took you a year in the military to make yeah. that. And this kid's nine. And it's like, I'm just imagining a future where all streamers are just like tiny ninjas, you know, like that is mm-hmm. to say the streamer and like we're just we, we're like boomers at 27, you know, and we just can't play video games anymore because the children are destroying us. Yeah, I mean, that's so, where um, this is going. So in E1 in the military first year, which I was, luckily yeah. I got early promote, you know, because I was hot shit, not gonna lie. Um, so I always <laughs> got early promoted. But um, my first year in the Navy, I made. $20,000. Okay. This kid made 33000 and he's nine. And you think about that, right? Because, you, you know, at first it's like, oh, $20,000, that's something. But it's like, okay, yeah, but, you know, you like you would have been living presumably on base or whatever, you know, like. No, not even expenses. that. Not even, I mean, it's a great point, though, like, because a lot of times people think, oh, 20000 like, that was cold, hard crash straight to your paycheck. No, they deduct your food for you. If you live on oh the ship, oh my god, that goes in, like your 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 food. I was I was gonna argue like, okay, well maybe you. that's not so bad. But what I was gonna say is like, you know, you think about it, right? This kid has all his living expenses being paid for him anyway. Like he's nine, yeah. he's still living <laughs> with his parents. There, there's no way he's moved out on this money. So so, he- <laughs> so so like the only way it'd be like a fair comparison is that if his if their parents start docking his pay, 
now oh my God. as a kid. It's like, you know what, kid? You are paying rent, even though you're can not. Can you imagine? You know? Can you imagine? that's what they do getting... to us in the military. They dock your pay for, like, the bunk to where essentially you sleep on what is a bookshelf. That's how much is your personal space on the ship. And then yeah, the yeah. food charges come out of your money. And there's actually little things to where they're supposed to sign away on whether or not you can get beer money. So that's a big deal in the military. Um, oh and, like, gosh. depending on how your command feels about it, there's, like, nah, beer money's not going to the sailors. It's going to supplies for the ship. They just sign away that stuff. So, like, this whole, <laughs> oh, everyone's swimming in cash. and Not at all. That's not a thing in the Navy. Not until you're, like, freaking E7 or E8. But by then, you've sacrificed, like, 15 years of your life. So, so this what kid, I'm hearing, what I'm hearing, what I'm, is, hearing what, what I'm saying is, um, this kid is doing everything right, and he should stay stay the course. If someone says join the navy or something like that, he should challenge them to one v one. And now, boomers here's... shouldn't be allowed to speak. Yeah, boomers shouldn't be allowed to speak. I'm, I'm glad. Can you this imagine is getting your a logical allowance. conclusion? Oh, oh yeah, no, no it's boomers logical. shouldn't be allowed to speak on career stuff. Let's say that. They can still talk. Like we're not, we're not going to have them go smoke signal and all that. But <laughs> when it comes to like, hey, you know, you should get this. Shut up! I should get what job? What are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. I should get some G fuel, snort it, and then partner up with this kid and ride his coattails and maybe get some wins in Warzone. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to I mean- say to boomers. Now, Moose is real quiet, like he's got a family made of just boomers, and he doesn't want <laughs> to get called out at Thanksgiving. But you got to tell him, Moose, for me. I said, shh. Tell, just, just tell him to be quiet. Yeah. Just like, shh, 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 shh. No. I don't want them docking my pay. <laughs> so, um, I'm not sure. <laughs> So, I, so, I just yeah. I, I like I like like the perfectal uh perfectal logic logical syllogism of just like uh video game make money, boomers say no video game, boomers shut the fuck up. Perfect. Best P- argument. Pretty much yeah, that's I mean that all. is ah, uh, it's perfect. Do we know anything that's in this contract? Like it was any of the details released? Um it, it, very basic is stuff. Is this just like, like a it, front for child? No, it mainly slave comes labor? From, it mainly comes from like, hey, let us help you build your brand. Like it's a standard brand merch contract. He's able to get out at any time. That was one of the first things I wanted to see. Like, is there like, nope, you always this, this, this for you can. No, he can get out we, at any time. It's the, can we join you kind of thing. Now, here, here's one thing. I, I will own say. you, join you. So that's very, very good question. So is, is he playing on a team or is he uh, playing solo? Do you know? Like, is he streaming um, he, or what? He, what's, what's the situation? He, he's solo. I didn't see too much on streaming. He does stream, though. Um, but actually, let me just pull up because I forgot the kid's name. Where did his name go? Um, actually, uh, probably... Joseph Dean. I yeah, jo- yeah, there you go, Dean. Um, I knew it was Dean, but I can't remember if it's first name. Mr. Dean, yes. His name is Mr. Dean. I mean, this kid's making money, man. You know, he's, he's a man now. Touché. You gotta call him Mr. Touché. That's that's what defines whether or not you have a mister. It's whether or not you make money. I mean, if yes. the kid if the kid hands you Tylenol, <laughs> well, call him welcome Dean to now. America. <laughs> oh my and god! So, um, but like, I do I, not I, grant you the rank of mister. It's outrageous. I I, I it's will say, I feel like children are one of those. Um, like, I feel like there are a lot of people who would look at this kid and sort of look at him with a, a certain, like, level of resentment, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Like, because there are people who just don't like kids, so they don't want to play with kids because they find them annoying or whatever, right? And so not only is there that going on, right? Because I don't know if you've ever had, like, you know, that one friend who's, you know, he's a little bit younger than you and your friends, but, you know, he's, you know, he's all right, you know, a little mature from time to time, but you let him hang around. And then he wants to bring his friend who's a little bit younger, right? And but he's like, not no. as cool as him. Yeah, he's like, no. Yeah, he's, 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 he's You've changed he's the like, whole vibe now. Now we're babysitting. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, right? So not only is it, like, that basic level of, like, no, get get this child out of my sight, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also, like, the this child is making more money than you, you know? Yeah. And, well, like, I just, I'm imagining all the people, like, the salt just generated by articles on this kid. So, so there's again, a lot of people making more money than me. Here's the thing that I'm concerned about. Yeah. Like, by, by definition, he is a paid pro at nine years old. Yes. Um, this breaks all the societal, like this breaks rules. No, he's of civiliz- eight, actually. He's eight. Eight. Okay. Sorry, so God. this breaks rules of civilization as we've known it. I disagree. We've had, we've had chess masters who are like eight year old prodigies. That, that how, is true. How much does, how much does chess pay at eight years old? Please Google it. For I me. mean, I don't know. In like the 1800s, probably like a farm and no, 15 No, that's ox. not. No, no. Don't deflect the and, 1800s. And, okay. 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 Classic what I, what I will say. 1800 okay, I'll look up if, I'll look up modern. Well, he, here's here's the question, right? Because I think one thing we have to keep in mind, and Show I don't me. know how we're going down this road, but you got to keep in mind the idea of child labor being like a bad or societally unaccepted thing. From my understanding, it's a relatively modern and first world position, right? Listen, I'm talking so, professional. You can have child laborers in the past and stuff, but they would be apprentices. Ah, but we, all, journeymen. we also had like child. They wouldn't be posts. professionals. We also had like child popes, though you know, like and child kings. Yeah. So are we saying Mr. Dean is that of a pope? No, no, of course not. But I'm saying like there's always been exceptions, you know. And so I think I think when this would really have like like oh god, what's happening? Implications is when because there's I mean there's always a million kids who like want to be you're right. That whatever, they, we right? have had plenty. Yeah, there, there of, are like, kids child, who want to be streamers. We, whatever. We've had right? plenty child god emperors. So. What you're saying is, he's the god emperor of gaming of sorts. He he's he's the god emperor of children who want to be professional uh, esports stars, right? Because okay, let's be honest, I, most of them fail. Look, eight-year-old chess champions that are paid. Hey, hey, look up this dude, Samuel Rashevsky. Okay, of there's a picture there. of him standing in front of a bunch of really old people playing like. 12 games of chess simultaneously. How much does he make eight. At, at age 8? I don't know. It was 1920. His parents because probably that's took saying, it all. That's the difference, the literal definition difference of professional versus amateur. He's well, like getting I, a pro treatment. He's getting paid as a pro, treated as a pro at 9. Now, here's the well, thing. This guy's get, a lot in of 1920, he was treated as a pro. It's just it was 1920, and they weren't. You, you can down. say pro-am or something, but unless he was paid, he wasn't a pro by definition. Well, the thing he is, was, like, I, he was a prodigy. He okay, was just okay, ahead okay. of his time. Okay, so what I'll what I'll I'll say is like you have to keep in mind that I I'm pretty sure with chess, um, like professional chess players, they they do have other ways to make money besides competition. But it's not like there are I, I from what I understand of that industry, like a lot of it seems to come out of like prize money, um. And and so on, and I think that there are legal issues with children getting money. So I, I do agree that this is different. I I doubt that child had a contract that in the esports team. I could be wrong. Sponsorship you know? deals, all that stuff. But from what what little the I know, the point I'm trying chess, to get to, 
Here's what yeah, I want to do. Yeah. Just, uh, there, just I just, promise just, you guys, there's yeah. a greater point I'm trying to yeah, get can to. Can we get past the we are, children the playing? Weeds, the point, but, the, but then the I'm going to get my slap back. Let's get out of the weeds. I, I want to get I back agree. in the weeds real quick. <laughs> oh, my Go God. Oh, my God. I have a grand, I have a grand strategy here that's going to blow you away, but, but, but make your point. No, you, you're going to get your point, and then we're moving on. Let's, right. let's clear I'm going to found an esports team. Okay. I'm going to hire a random kid as a professional for my esports team, and I'm going to give him 50 cents a week to play esports for me. He is now a paid professional. No, it's not minimum wage. 750. Okay, I'll give him 750, and he'll play. Okay. Ch- he'll, he'll so play I'm going to hold you to this. I'm going to hold you to this. Now, he is now a Listen, paid professional. Yeah, and, and that's true by definition. I'm and he's crap this. at whatever game he plays. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna make, hold it's gonna you be to like this. Sudoku. He's not uh, gonna yeah, know but, what to but, do. But, here's the thing: what you just said, what you just said, it's still gonna you're gonna you're actually lending to my point I'm trying to make. Is okay, that anybody on. can? So can I'm gonna get hold paid. you to this, and that come on, Moose, let, let him let not, him fire back, Moose. Come on, I will hold you to this that you will not have a valid point until you start this esports team. So I want to see a team logo, the filing as an organization, and this kid legally be paid. Then I will accept your point that you tried to make. It, it's going to be a very short tenure. He is going to be an employee for one hour, but for that one hour, he will be a professional esports player. No. Okay. No, the point <laughs> I'm trying to make is that oh, we have God. very valid options for kids to be becoming professionals at this I, age. I, okay. It kind of flies in the face of. The structures we've set in society, like schools and stuff, literally, um, public education at least, is designed around making you a well-rounded employee at some point. Okay. After you turn 18, right? I Yeah. It is going to be so hard for parents to tell this kid why it's important for him to learn calculus when he's making millions by the time he reaches 14, 15 years old. As, yeah, assuming he assuming he says in the professional scene, that's very viable. I, I do get what you mean, but I would argue that... Um, and I, I, I think this is more a an element of a wider... Um, a wider change society being brought around by the internet and new technology and everything, right? The children because are going to become the breadwinners. This, this is a... Per- this, this is a per- <laughs> This is a particular vector is only you say it's a very viable. Well, it's very real, but is it very viable? Because I think one could argue that this is not a realistically viable route for the overall majority of, of, of kids, because let's be honest, a lot of kids try and stream on Twitch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And most of them are a bad at streaming and b bad at the video game they're trying to play, you know? And, like, I, I get that there are a lot of, like, really, really, you know, great compilations of, um, you know, the, these 10 kids are better at Fortnite than Ninja. But let's be honest, there's also a lot of compilations of these 10 kids can rap faster than Eminem. And it's like, well, both those things might be true. But, um, you know, neither, it's only a minority that ever are able to do anything with it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think, I, um, I would, I would also like to add, um, this idea that, Kids don't need education in the same sense that they did X many years ago, right? Okay, is this going to become the heavy the predecessor about school episode? What? <laughs> Sorry, oh no. Well, maybe um, the predecessor to to this idea. Not really. 
an earlier example of this, we don't we don't need your current system, is uh, Jake Paul's financial freedom movement. Okay. <laughs> Please. The, just, that I the entire point this. of the movement is to is to teach children how to be influencers to make mad money. Oh now, God. Okay. Personally, the idea of becoming nothing more than a uh, esport or corporate advertising tool. Not a big fan of that. Yeah. Um, See, but I'm... if you go to their page, uh, mm-hmm. they, they have a typo in the fifth line there. We can't get a job for the student loans that now haunt them us life. <laughs> so this so is this is some peak stuff. That That is some good knowledge that I did not expect to come from uh, that area. Like, I didn't think we'd be jumping into Jake Paul stuff today. Um, but that's I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. And that I, I know what you mean, and I've seen those types, and I definitely... I didn't know Jake Paul was one of the the forerunners of that trend, but uh, I've actually met some of these people too, to where like, I would definitely not base a whole thing around it, but I've met some of these people and they're on to something in that they really did kind of make their way, but they had to live, eat and breathe the internet. Like every single waking moment of their day had to be about slinging merch, getting followers, this and that and not to go too far off just to give you an example of like where priorities are in society um this is going to sound weird but follow me some some information got leaked about the new nba jam movie coming out with lebron james okay okay and here the the plot the 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 uh what the conflict of the story is that someone is trying to steal lebron's instagram followers Wait, what? Yeah. What? That's the conflict of the story. Someone's trying to steal LeBron James's Instagram followers. Okay, and now... And Thank now, you, Facebook, okay, okay. for redefining what value of life is. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so... Th- they're onto something there, and as far as, like... They, they see something that's going on, like... What, Instagram followers is seen... Is held really high in some regards. I know... Out of all three of us, zero of us care about Instagram followers. That is the truest thing that's been said all episode, yes. And it's... But again, though, these kids can get Instagram... Like, there's um, millionaires made from TikTok within a month's time. That Yeah, I mean, that's true. And they're like 13, 14, 15 years old. I think one of them just got like 100 million followers, and she makes like 12 million a month. Okay, but what and I what just say, turned eighteen. Like, yeah, there's there's an element of truth to these things, right? Um, not not only in the aspect of like you can make money at this, but also in the aspect of like maybe there is something to be said about you know like the people being unable to make uh get a job with this you know degree that they got student loans to get now they're in debt blah blah blah. Like, yeah, sure, that's all true, right? But there, there. I think there's a couple things that need to be kept in mind here. A, let's be honest, not everyone who makes it big on the internet is necessarily um, the brightest star in the sky or, or maybe the most um, brilliant analytical mind. So, yeah, sure, they can talk a lot about like, oh, sure, you know, you need to do this and this and this and become an influencer, but I wouldn't necessarily take their advice on anything, especially Jake Paul. The other thing I would say is that... <sighs> 
there, there's also a certain amount of market forces at play, shall we say? Mm-hmm. There's only so many people who can be a Jake Paul. There's only so many people who can be a this, you know, like if if tons of and tons of kids end up being like really high level, I don't know, CSGO players or whatever, right? Then it it just in- infinitely raises the bar. There's only room for the best of the best of the best, or you have to have a personality or whatever to go with it, right? Mm-hmm. There's only so much room in the market. And the other thing is market volatility as far as internet and, and streaming goes. We've all seen the rise and fall of, of whole genres of, of online content in our time, right? Like if you try now to go and do what um, Domix animations, for instance, mm-hmm. started off doing, there's no room for that anymore. That is a dead yeah. era, right? Here's if you the thing. try, if you we try and go out get now, that. we all get that because we're adults. Yeah. Um, and as far as like careers or like, because obviously that point will always be true and remain that not everyone gets to do it. Like it's only the tippy top that we really are all seeing. That's like, oh my god, look at all that money they're making, you know. And then everyone else yeah. is just like poor. Um, we've even talked about this a little bit with some esports on how like some of the bottom rung people um either get no money or like they're contracted at like minimum wage like 30 30,000 a year. Um well, yeah and and, and now, I mean, hold on, just hold take that I have okay. another point I want to finish up. Okay. Um the thing is though that that kind of existed before with other things like sports and everything but you you knew that hey there's a big pyramid of things you got to climb up to get to the NFL or the NBA or this there, and that. Yeah, there's more stability in that. Um, sports but here's the thing. The only barrier to entry on this stuff is, do you have an internet connection? Yeah. Well, are you actually... Moose, I know you have good. bad internet, so you have different feelings about well, this. Yeah, but I, I would argue that that's <laughs> like saying the only barrier to entry for becoming a professional basketball player or, or, or starting on the path is, do you have a basketball and a hoop? You know, yeah, it's like there's I, I, truth I agree. in that, but it takes more than those things. And let's be it's honest, a, it's a, it's oversimplification. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. Like practice is, you know, practice makes perfect. And all, there's but far, some people far, far, are just never far, going to be professional. Far fewer steps players. between the well, gamer sure, there's, there's route and fewer, the NFL. Far fewer steps. Because you're gonna need like but, an, you're gonna need a great um, basketball coach, a good team, uh, all these mentors, and this and that. You know. Like yeah, there but, but you, people you, single-handedly, Mr. Beast, for instance, he just grinded, and he's a millionaire now. All well, it took yeah, was but, internet connection and grinding and creativity for him. Well, yeah, yeah, but it also took it being at the right place at the right time and a, a lot of luck. Whereas, like you know, let's Ooh. be honest, there's a lot of people who who try and make it big and they just they're doing Guys, something that is dead now. You know, they, they, I, like I got behind, a quote for you. You know, all right, Bo Burnham, okay, famous comedian, right? Okay. I think he's okay. I'm not a big fan, but there's a quote, and I pulled up just just for this moment. You mentioned luck, Luca. All right, here's a quote from Bo Burnham. I would say, don't take advice from people like me who have gotten very lucky. We're very biased, you know. Like Taylor Swift telling you to follow your dreams is like a lottery winner telling you, liquidize your assets, buy Powerball tickets. It works. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I get... Yeah, and I I think there's, there's an amount of, of truth in that, you know? Like this is that's the kind of situation. I mean, you have it with comedians, you have it with musicians, you have it with people who artists, you know? It's like some I mean, good like, artists will die completely unrecognized. Moose. That's the or, way it goes. Wes, I mean, I I remember having a conversation with you one time where we were talking about um a story written uh by a guy 
or like I mean it was an account it wasn't like a, a fictional story but mm-hmm. he was talking about um he stumbled across this little twitch channel right and he followed it right and the guy mm-hmm. didn't have very many followers never got a lot of viewers right and the guy was like over the moon and he wasn't like necessarily bad at streaming or whatever right he just no one watched him and you know like the algorithm is the algorithm you mm-hmm. know um and this guy you know like kind of i mean i'm sure he had like a history of mental illness or whatever but like he kind of like lost it because he, he wasn't getting the success that he expected like yes the the barrier to entry is relatively low but that is not to say the likelihood of success is necessarily very high i would right? argue yeah, that yeah, because I'm, the barrier and I'm to entry not is so low that, but the thing is such is oversaturated the lure such over whatever the lure that like i'm not saying parents you know fucking Man the gates, like batten down the hatches, cut off the internet connection. Gang coming from your kids. Um, like, okay, like okay. I'm not trying to say that, but my thing is, is that there's like all literally, it's a difference of a kid just being able to go home, turn on his computer, and then he's there. He is practicing the craft or whatever. Um, where like you're not really doing that, uh, like. For football, for instance, if like or, or if you were like Michael Jordan, he would always practice hoops. Um, you can only yeah. shoot so many hoops, like literally fatigue sets in. Um, fatigue doesn't set in here because the kids got G fuel. They're twenty four seven. They're not stopping. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I get what you mean. I think I think the crux of the issue here, and and because this argument or this conversation we're having, I think uh, you might agree with me. It seems like it's been a little bit meandering, a little bit in the weeds for a while. What what mm-hmm. is what are what is your main thesis? What are you trying to say? Are you saying that this is uh going to be an increasing sort of thing that kids are aware of and, and dreaming of and like trying or, or like what are you saying? I think it will actually have a societal impact on what is work, really, and like because if work is really to get funds to then provide for a family and like we kind of completely change how people are getting those funds, I mean, there's a number of things like just the app market alone, you know, and people get yeah. rich off the app market. There's so many new industries. Um, and just how the Jake Paul movement, I imagine was like 14 to like 20 year olds and stuff. A lot of, yeah. I think the next movement, will, it'll be like 14, 15, 16 year old kids, uh, essentially being like, what is high school really worth? Cause a lot of people are saying that about college. I'm going to think yeah. that some kids are going to start being like, Look, I make thirty grand playing Call of Duty. Why do I need to go to class? Uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I already I make more mean. than if I had a diploma. I, I think that's like going to start happening in like ten years or so. What's funny is like we talk about dystopians all the time. I bring up a very real dystopian. You're like, oh no, I don't see it. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, no. I, again, I, I think. Well, no, I, I don't. I don't disagree with what you're saying. I'm sorry. Like again, I think the crux of the issue here is that I, I don't think the discussion is what what you were trying to say was necessarily coming across very clearly um yes i agree with you there i think that is going to become a thing that we will see increasingly uh said by by kids and i think there again i think there is actually a certain amount of truth to it i think that the issue is going to be um i think you're going to have a lot of young people try it out and i think that they're going to get slapped in the face by the reality of of uh market demand i think it's going to be a minority of them who are particularly mm-hmm. talented or or particularly lucky or um otherwise just make it's just it. something for a greater conversation really of like, like I, we I, could I, play with of like okay so what happens to the people that tried but failed 
but they don't come to until they're like 18, 19 years old. And yeah. they actually don't have skills past like eighth grade or something like that, you know? Oh, yeah, no, no. I mean, I, in a way, I think this is sort of reflective of, um, like, I think we've seen, I, again, I think this is unique. I think it's it's the result of new technology, so on and so on. I think I said something like this earlier, right? Um, and I think this particular kind of thing where kids are playing esports or whatever is a subsection of, like, what we're seeing with new technology and everything, the internet in particular, you know, um, and everything that's sort of new and, and, and changing society brought about by that. But I, I do, it does, as far as like this particular factor of it, it does sort of remind me of um, like there were, you know, a lot of like you used to see kids who were like, oh, I want to play, you know, sports. And of course, you we were saying the issue with that is the best way to play sports was to go, you know, and, and through through these steps and those steps sort of led you through college. I mean, there are entire programs basically to let athletes get into college and pass college while not really learning these like paper classes where you learned useless languages and so on. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, well, there have been other vectors, right. And one that comes to my mind is rap, right. Where, um, a reoccurring idea in rap is like, you know, I'm going to make it by not selling drugs and blah, 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 but also not necessarily going to school or whatever. And there is just an endless number of, um, of like compilations of underground, uh, hip hop, East coast hip hop, you know, from the nineties mm -hmm. or whatever, from like, you know, late teens, early twenties, people who like poured their heart and soul into becoming a professional rapper. And like, maybe they had like one album that did well, right. Or like, well ish, you know? Mm -hmm. But like I, I think I what I'm saying is I think that we're gonna see a lot of that and it kind of reminds me of that and like yeah sure you know there's the occasional uh, dizzy rascal or whoever who like you know makes it big and and is able to live off that for the rest of their life but it, I think we're gonna see that a lot with people who have this logic of well why go to class or even worse you might see a lot of um there there was a rapper who got really big early on East Coast rapper called a uh, Special Ed. Right. And special ed first couple albums did really well, honestly, not very good, but you know what? It was like, well, not bad either. Kind of middling. Right. Um, third album didn't do very well. And then that was basically the end of his career. Right. And this is a man that I have seen modern interviews with him. This is a man who raps at like boomers birthday parties because he's got no other skills, mm -hmm. you know? And I think you're going to get a lot of people who end up in a special ed situation. Like just cause this kid has a contract now, doesn't mean he's going to keep being able to be a professional. And so mm -hmm. I I think that there's legitimacy to say that like all all these new developments and so on is, is maybe going to present some challenges to um traditional education or or convincing people of the viability of traditional education. But that isn't necessarily to say that um And this is where they're perfect or, we take or necessarily it to a good idea. Our usual video game dystopia is that to help these people who don't make it to the tip top and they fall down that um, that grind? Uh, we need to have minimum wage gaming jobs. I was I swear to God I thought you were about to say the words gaming union and you no, might as no, well. No 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 no. Um, essentially, we no longer have AI. The minimum the, the people that weren't good enough they will have to play as AI. In, oh, uh, in, in video games for other people but like that's what they gotta do eight hours on you know 16 you know, that, this just makes me think of fallout 76 and the people who like yeah. 
exactly. would log on and pretend to be AI to try and make the game better. That, that's oh what I'm saying. God. Like you no longer have to worry about dialogue options and stuff because you can speak to the person through your headset. And so when you're trying to make a deal in like Elder Scrolls Online or something like that, that shopkeep is working digitally as a shopkeep. Like I mean, but no, uh, we got other stores to move on to. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to say, that, getting uh, out of here, get out. Yeah, I was gonna. I was, I was gonna, gonna say, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence so about like the high school level on. thing because it's like definitely get your diploma, kids. What are you doing? But then again, I mean, if you can like, if you if you can make more money without your high school, I gotta say, I haven't had to solve for B to find out what equals C since I got out of high school. Okay, so, so what what I'll what I'll so say to any, to any high school know. kids out there, what I'll say is, uh, you know, like stay in school, but also don't let them se- <laughs> don't let anyone sell you down the river and tell you, oh yeah, man, just be be a streamer. Oh yeah, man, just go to college; it'll work out fine. Mm-hmm. Doesn't liquidize your assets. Or look at, like, liquidize your tickets. assets. Buy buy lottery tickets. That's you know my what? advice to kids. I'm going to be irresponsible, and I'm going to say this: if you make six, if you can make six million dollars before the time that you would need to get out of high school. No, no, ten million because taxes. You'll have six million left. Then maybe yeah. you can consider not finishing high school because with six million, you'll make like sixty thousand a year. That'll last you until you turn eighty. Yeah, so you're gonna feel pretty stupid without a high school diploma. Yeah, I'll go with that. Anyway, you know, you know, you know what being eighty makes you elderly. You know who else has been playing video games recently? Question mark. Gam gam. The elderly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about like Tim Tim or something like that. I'm like, no, what? no, no. Gam, there's Gam, 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 Meemaw, Mamaw. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, oh, I, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you were but, a but fellow is, gentleman of the South. Who is this elderly? Mom. What is her name? Like, because, you know, there's Meemaws, Mamaws. So her, Peepaws, her handle. Papaws. What is so, this so, person named? To, to tell you, uh, dear viewer, what we're on about. Uh, a brilliant little article came out this week on, on NBC News of all places called This Grandma Will Kill You With Kindness and in open bracket Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> so this this woman, uh, Michelle Stat- Statham? Or Don't give Statham. me her government name. Go give me her gamer name. More importantly, known as Tactical Grandma, right? Not Grandma, Grandma, right? Uh, this is a woman who... um has been, you know, she's she's streaming, she's playing Call of Duty Warzone, right? Like a real gamer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and I, I'm I'm going to be honest, man. This is not, you know, cuz we've we've talked on the show before about articles uh, some some grandma uh I'm sorry, grandpa who uh, you know, his his son or whatever got to play Red Dead, and, you know, boomers love cowboys. So he's been playing that campaign, you know, nonstop or whatever, and we thought hey, that was pretty great. Cowboys. Right? Like, you know, that that's all fine and good. Whatever. Tom, Tom right? Red Dead no, this isn't this isn't yeah, exactly, right? This isn't some this isn't some person who's been you know, turned on to video games by their kids. No, this this woman is an OG gamer. She started in nineteen seventy what, four, six, one or the other, playing Pong for Atari. Did she right? get a thirty three thousand dollar deal to play Pong? No, she didn't. This is a woman who Times used to put her kids to bed and then play video games for date night, right? And now she's a grandma, you know, she's got two grandkids and you know what she's doing? She's streaming. Right, she's streaming playing Warzone. She's actually got an audience. She's uh, gone viral on TikTok, I'm told. Mm-hmm. Right, and uh, her her uh, viewership has been growing. Right, I'm gonna be honest. She sounds like the most wholesome thing I've ever heard of. You know, brilliant. Except for but, she really 
likes to rub dirt in the wounds when she's dominating someone. Oh yeah, yeah. No, she she does just... teabag, you know. Just a bit. Now, um, Is that what true? I'll say. No, no, that was never mentioned. In fact, everyone who, uh, every quote they had of people talking about her talks about, like, how wholesome she is and how, like, you know, she just makes everything, like, so non-competitive and friendly. You know, she just, she sounds really wholesome. But I haven't told you the best, the top-tier pinnacle aspect of this woman, right? What platform do you think she streams on? I know the answer to this. Should I really give a guess? Give a guess, but make the wrong one so I can do a reveal. Oh, um... Mixer, that's a really popular streaming no, platform. No, wrong. Used by pe- She's a boomer, right? She streams on Facebook. Where she belongs. <laughs> exactly. It's Oh my god, it makes me so happy that she streams this on is, Facebook. This is the boomer containment facility. We haven't had a facility breach in the past 13 years. We're looking to make it 14. No like, free speech, no boomers walking around on the grounds, locked up, keeping gaming. She, I mean, again, she, she sounds like <laughs> just a majestic, like, sort of beautiful creature of, of just, like, the modern era, you know? Or it's like, of course this is a thing. She started playing PC games because she developed arthritis in her thumbs, so she couldn't use game controllers anymore. Because, like I said, this is this one was like an OG gamer. Sorry, I said she started in 76. She, said she started out in 72, right? So she's been gaming a hot minute, you know? Um... And so her husband, right, dear old granddad, was like, oh, well, we'll get you a gaming PC and you can use mouse and keyboard and that, you know, that should be better for your thumbs. And then he encouraged her to, to you know, stream. And she, she was like, oh, no, I'm too introverted or whatever. And he's like, and no, who's going to want to watch me game? And he's like, well, if no one's watching, you know, what's the worry? And she starts streaming. She gets an audience, right? And that Honestly, that's hold just, up. That, that's just wholesome, Real quick, man. that little bit of advice, that honestly should be the cure-all for anyone who's nervous about streaming. Yeah, exactly. If no, no one's no, watching... Watch What's to worry? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, oh my god, it just, it, it was a very wholesome article to read. Um, I think everyone should go and check her out. You know, I, I will admit I've never seen any of her streams. I cannot guarantee the quality of the content. But, like, come on, her name's <laughs> Tactical Grandma. Right? How, can, how can you not watch that? Her setup is amazing. It's, like, all RGB. You know, she's got two keyboards, a, a gaming PC, a streaming PC, like, a soundboard, a, I mean, she, it looks like she has an SM7B, you know, like, I mean, this, this woman, apparently she takes her revenue and uses it to upgrade her equipment, which mm-hmm. just, like, ah, uh, that's wholesome, you know? Um, uh, now, well, uh, I'm funding my new battle mech. I figured <laughs> Titanfall 2 wasn't immersive enough, so. Oh, my God. No, okay, so what I'll say, and, you know, I've, I've been just piling praise on this woman, because, again, she she sounds really wholesome, right? I will say, I, there is one thing contained in this article that is a point, a, a check against her, a stain on her character. She does have a plushie of Baby Yoda behind her, and I that, that to me, is not good. Hey, Baby yeah. Yoda's hot right now. He may have just stepped on a hornet's nest. Oh, I, 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 will, I will fight the entire internet about Baby Yoda. I do not care, right? You, like, I, I, I will meet you in real life and do get out over this. I, I swear to God. But moving on, right? <laughs> um, now, I think that th- there's a sort of interesting juxtaposition because you were just talking about kids getting into it, and, you know, like the sort of risks around that and like the positives, the negatives, the, I mean, kids are kids, whatever, right? You know, we, we, we had it all out in the weeds over there, right? Mm-hmm. But this, I think, brings up an interesting discussion and a few things I didn't know, um, which is apparently there's actually a growing market for uh, the elderly gamer. And I will say she's not a particularly elderly woman. She's only in her late 50s, right? 
So she's not retirement age, but you know, she's getting up there. But apparently we are actually seeing a growing number of properly, properly elder gamers. Um, I think it was AARP had some completely useless statistics that said that, um, you know, like 44% of all Americans over age 50, uh, have play at least once a month. And it's like, well, play what? That doesn't really help us. Right. Yeah, but, Candy you know, Crush. It, yeah, exactly. Right. But I, I, I have seen the claim here and there, and I have seen quite a few at this point, like uh, Reddit posts, articles, whatever, about, oh, this grandma playing whatever, right? Um, So there there does seem to be a growing audience of older gamers and playing a a strange, like a a legitimate variety of games. And um, there were actually some statistics I was seeing that said that... um, a not insignificant subcategory of these older, so we say boomer gamers, um, fall into the same camp as her, where they actually are, are you know, long-term, like, you know, arcade kids back in the day who, you know, just never dropped the hobby, which I think is interesting, right? And the thing I think is very interesting is that apparently it's actually good for their uh, neurology because it gives them... Um, Brain, what what's the word I'm looking for? Moose wrinkles. I'm, no Brain stimulation. There we go. It gives them stimulation, <laughs> and like you know, some games are social and all, and that actually helps like with uh, degenerate cognitive degeneration, you know, Alzheimer's, uh, uh, dementia, so on. Right? It's good for those kinds of things. Gaming cures and Alzheimer's. What I'm I'm, I'm not well. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Apparently, right? Or at least it it helps with it. But um. Do you think we could, I mean, like, but think about that. If the boomers are having a not insignificant uh, number of people playing at least some games, right? I mean, that's the boomers. Let's be honest. They have the technical, like, technological abilities of, like, I would say babies, but they can actually use iPads, you know? Like, trying to teach my father to use Google Chrome is one of the great challenges of my life, right? so, So here's an interesting thing, though. Because you mentioned limited technical abilities. Yeah. I saw the the kind of rise in uh, elderly people playing games with like the Wii because motion controls yes. provided a very yes. simple way. I had like, entirely forgotten about that. Grandpa, can you point? Boom, you can now play this game. It's like yeah. it's 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 basically that simple. Well, not um, only that, but it was marked as a family console. But sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, the the uh physical physical education content that they had where you're using like the balance board and you were actually like getting a getting a kind of workout which personally now i I understand that wasn't like the greatest marketing point of the wii it was a marketing point but that wasn't what made the wii work i don't think um i'm not actually sure on the statistics maybe it was i was kind of sad to see them abandon that with the switch because there's ring fit adventure and then like that's it but it was very interesting because because there was a moment there where it was like, hold on, these are games that work well with motion controls, like a like a Tiger Woods PGA Tour, PGA Tour. Um, and it's like, I I'm not gonna be playing that, right? But it's like, yeah. here here, Dad, you can play as a golfer. Well, yeah, but th- this that's, sort of this sort of works. leads into where I was gonna go, which is like we have a, a pretty significant number of boomers playing games, apparently, according to ARP. You know what happens when it's Gen X? Because like I remember, my my mom is Gen X. My my dad is a boomer, right? My dad, I cannot see him playing video games. My mom actually does play like Candy Crush and so on. But like, I mean, she used to go Who to doesn't? arcades back in the day, right? I had uh, 
you know, she had friends who were like great at arcades, you know, so on. And so, you know, maybe we're going to start seeing a little more of the elderly gaming sort of uh, market when they get old. And then like, what happens when the millennials get old? Like, do you think we could see the development of like a, a sort of sub genre of games like marketed towards the elderly as time goes on? You know, and like community, like you think about it, like sometimes you see, like I mean, could you get like get boomer gaming like servers and so on, you know, like Discord servers, you know, because it seems a to be a, a social aspect. Um, I hadn't considered that, and I love that idea. I mean, I've thought about like I want, you know, because I'm over thirty, I want a seniors league for esports. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Because um, I can't over keep up 30? with these kids. Yes, over that's 30. I'm not joking. You... I'm that's what you consider to be a senior? Yes. Esports when professionals esports, are retiring yes. at like okay. 27 when it, years old. When it comes to esports, yes. You're, you're right. You're right. Esports, seniors league, I want to join it, please. And then when we're past 40, we start to be called, called um, it's elders league. Yeah. Okay. And but then, I mean, tell and me, then tell when me. it's above 50, call it the ancients. Yeah, tell me, yeah, but tell me you wouldn't watch. And then watch, we play for the Ancients Cup. Tell me you wouldn't watch a bunch of like grandmas and grandpas play Fortnite. You know, like, like I, I care, I care Jared more about the Boomer World games. Champion than mm-hmm. whoever's actually best at the game. Honestly, yeah, I, I'm I just want to, I want to see old ladies use like stand-ins for curse words as they die. I want to see my grandmother say, "Oh, sugar." When she gets shot, right? Like that's what I want in my life. I I would I would tune in and watch that, right? And so I'm just so, saying we need to develop to, this market. We need to, to cultivate segue, it to save your grandparents' mental health. We need to prop up this section of the industry. This is call to action. Get on that. Whoever's to, listening to segue to segue. <laughs> what would you guys be more interested in, in in uh, elders league, or seniors league, or women's league? The Elders League, but in go on. Oh, that was a trick question. Look, you weren't supposed to answer it. Oh, no, you're going to get canceled now. Uh, but no, women. <laughs> okay, well, we were, we were happy to have Luca on our show. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, and maybe I think it was Forbes just found out, but uh, guys, you know the girls yeah, play Forbes, video games? Yeah, Forbes is telling us something that we all knew. Girls play games, guys. I don't know if you knew this, <laughs> but. Uh, they're in the chat. Like those aren't twelve-year-old boys. Those Wait are, a minute. Those are women. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're telling me women in the wild are playing like they're not talking about some lab experiment here. Did you? Right? No, they're, the they're their own people and everything. It's it's absurd. They, they play have games. thoughts, Thank ambitions, you, their own motivations. Really, you know, some of them get jobs. My brain is imploding right now. I can't I'm glad that we have this. Forbes to provide us with an interface. Forbes, yeah. I mean, how would we with, have with known the world? if it wasn't for Forbes? You know. What we all know is one of the greatest institutions of gaming to tell us that women. Uh, I believe their motto is something like your gaming news on your time or something like that. Well, who is Is it men? Do men own time? Well, I mean, who who wants to know about girl gamers if not men? You know? I'm just saying. Or if not Forbes readers. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) who are all men, obviously. Was there anything of value in this Forbes article? About um, women play games or whatever it was. Uh, f- f- around forty percent of of gamers are women. Well, I've heard a number there like fifty-two percent. They, they can choose the what they time. do. They're autonomous. 
Well, that that is one of the great things about survey. To just to address what Wes is saying, that's one of the great things about surveys is people treat them like they're absolute fact or whatever, right? But it's like mm-hmm. it, it has a lot to do with how the questionnaire is phrased and so on. I'm well, sure there are studies I know, out like, there that say it's the majority. That's been there are ones that are going to say the forties. Whoever, you know, whatever. But right? but the the popular narrative one was fifty two percent. Yeah, and I remember that's hearing been, that one for the longest. That's time. been used as like a club to hit over the head of male gamers of like. We have yeah, more than you. We're greater in numbers. Gaming is ours. I mean, well, hold up. Are we trying to be inclusive or exclusive? Because uh, I, I will say, I, I never, I, I simultaneously, except one time, honestly, only one time, and it was Overwatch. And honestly, they kind of had a point. Is the only time when I've heard guys say they don't want a girl in the game, and it's because she wasn't playing to the objective, not because she was a girl. Any other time, people are pumped. To have okay. a girl in the game. I will I will say I have I can recall a few scenarios where um uh I have seen people not want girls around, but it's almost always the argument has been something to do with group dynamics, right? But uh, I do I get agree what you're saying, almost, but I don't think that excuses it. I think yeah, that might be a valid complaint then on girls' part. Well, yeah, like yeah, exactly. I mean that that's a whole aside thing, and like I, that's not my business or whatever. But like I can remember it, and I do also. I've seen the occasional thing where like, uh, especially in sh- like first person military shooters, mm-hmm. I've seen girls get targeted occasionally. But I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, right? I would say about half, well maybe close to actually forty percent realistically. Maybe forty percent of the people I play games with, and definitely around half of the people I play games with regularly are girls. Right, mm-hmm. I mean, th- thank you, Forbes. But I'm aware women play video games. I'm gonna be honest with you. Much more often, I see sort of two things happen. One, and I experienced a hilarious case of this recently while playing a, a game with my girlfriend, where there was voice chat. You get the occasional sort of like simpy, socially awkward guy who like immediately latches on to the fact that there's a girl around. You see that, and you can hear him just working up to like asking them out on a date. Even though we're like oh three no minutes no they would never do that 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 requires way too much courage they don't have that right um, can we go I'm, to Tomato Town for our date oh god okay <laughs> but like yeah you you see some of that and then the other thing that I think is really interesting and I I don't we've just sort of ended up talking about like the group dynamics around girls and games you also get this thing where I, have either of you experienced this where it seems like I I've known at least one circle where it seems like they just sort of there was like one girl who played games. And then, like, she befriended some, and all of a sudden, you just have this, like, cluster of girl gamers sort of playing together, right? And there were, like, guys around, too, but it, they, they, I've seen that happen at least once, where they, they sort of clustered together, you know? Well, have yeah, because essentially, the, like, they don't want to admit it, but the same thing happens, it's natural. Um, boys okay, clustering together to play games. Canceled. Yeah, okay. Look, yeah. look um, bo- boys clustering together to play games is natural. It's not about being exclusive. It's just naturally they're going to be attracted to you um, to play. Okay. And so we shouldn't look at it when girls cluster together to play games. That, that's going to be natural, you know? Yeah. No, and no, no one and, should be like, ah, let's sh- shut it down. Like, I don't see the I don't see the Forbes articles about, like, um, boys need to have their space to play games, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no. what, what, was more, what more did this article cover, Moose? Because, like, this was, you kind of got the lead on this. Yeah, so 
the um, well, the title is "Female Gamers Are on the Rise: Can the Gaming Industry Catch Up?" Now that poses a question that the uh, article doesn't answer, and I'm not quite sure what the question really means. I don't understand the um, extent to which the gaming industry needs to catch up for female gamers, unless yeah, what, what? Forbes is insinuating that females need to play female games because they can't play the games that currently exist. Yeah, seems who's like behind? A, seems like, like a do poor girls thing need to, to catch insinuate. up to the games industry, like on yeah, all what, what part of the gaming well, I, industry I needs the, to? I think the implication is the games industry needs to catch up to to the girls, but I don't know. So, so in, in what way? What do yeah, you mean by that? Yeah, I've I've heard some of this of like so and so is kept out of the gaming industry, and I I really I I have yet to see um, that happen to where it's like because for one gaming industry more tech side tech side leans liberal right sorry guys we're gonna get into politics a little bit with this and um so that's gonna be far well, more inclusive reality, yeah. and um and, and things like that and so like i don't know i don't know of the obstacles of like who are the people like no you're not welcome like that are actually stopping them because like you have access to your laptop the internet and all that stuff um i don't think that there's st- infrastructure stopping women are holding them back um, from doing XYZ. Now, you can say that it doesn't feel as welcoming. Prime example, me as a guy, I no longer see the value in time to spend in Overwatch versus the salt and toxicity. So you can maybe yeah. argue women deal with so much toxicity that it's not welcoming, but that's toxicity is just about in gaming, you know? And Okay, well, here, so if they're trying to I, argue that the gaming industry needs to catch up to bring it to a tolerable level because girls can only handle it to this point, uh, I wouldn't say yeah, that, I, but like, you know, maybe is, is, Forbes insinuating that they need to be a protected like class. A, a devil's, do you mind if I jump in and make like a devil, a little uh, bit of devil's advocate argument? Yeah, quick. I hate devil's advocate, so put go on. Well, <laughs> I, I will say that wouldn't that happen with my girlfriend or encounter that guy who, like, just there's a girl in the game? Ooh, you know, and like, whatever. We thought it was really funny, right? We were laughing about it, you know? We, I mean, we weren't laughing at him. We're, you know, we, it's not like we we're being like, oh, you know, behind the scenes without our voice uh, activation on in game, right? Um, but it was funny, right? But I can see maybe how for uh, a certain, like, for, for some women, they that would make them kind of uncomfortable. It would be unwanted attention if you're, like, particularly introverted or whatever. Like, I can see that, right? Absolutely. And, and it shouldn't um, happen. Like, well, don't don't I, like be toxic on the internet, right? But but is that toxicity or is it just social awkwardness, right? Maybe maybe, maybe get, it's maybe it's point, both. Maybe it can only be interpreted if that's, one way. If that's not allowed behavior, then it's like, well, but that man struck me as extremely socially awkward. So, what do you say? I mean, it, we we could get we, way too into this, but I my we point can't is that, we can't teach people how to become socially competent yeah. just by. Just by saying be socially competent, right? And, and I think so it's also it's difficult to say that that the so you know that it's necessarily his fault that he's socially awkward, you know? Yeah, yeah, it, you know, the, and and maybe it's toxicity, maybe it's just social awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless, we we can't act like there need to be protected classes in in gaming. You know, hey hey, don't get don't don't kill this person more than four times in a row in deathmatch, okay? They, they're a protected. They're a protected class. Yeah, it just like, seems weird. And if I the just... point is that gamers are a diverse group, which is what which is what the article 
is, is trying to say, you know, yeah. that, that, that young, old, and even women, says Forbes, um, can play games. Good. Yeah. Like, let, let's, like let's, my, not, my let's not be splitting like, hairs. My response is, no shit, let's not make it a big deal. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. It's. I mean, one. I. I just don't think. Sometimes I think these articles are written, or just conversations are had, just because like they want a controversy to be there and stuff. Like this isn't like the women's suffrage era. It's where they were fighting for the right to vote, and like women are being kept out. Like head of Disney, um, and their Marvel stuff. Kathleen Kennedy, woman. Um, Santa Monica Studios, God of War Studio, woman. Like. Mm-hmm. Where's the roof? I, Where are the people holding you back? It really is a matter of motivation and you just doing the thing, in my opinion. And I would love, honestly, I would love to see the data because then, honestly, you do half the job for me. You did the research, bring it to me, and then I'll read over the data and then I'll recurgitate and say, here's why I was wrong about, here's what hold women back, you know? But there's arguments about women streamers get it much easier. Um, I've heard arguments that were good to go against it. Like, it's easier but it's not worth it because of all this they have to deal with, or they say it's not easy at all. I think a lot of people would surmise, though, that with the audience that you have on Twitch, for instance, they're more likely going to click on a girl than they would a boy to watch some games. It might be interesting, like, a girl's playing this game? Let me check it out, you know? Well, uh, I have a couple things to add there, right? Which is, there's a reason that if you look at magazine covers, they much more often have a woman on them, right? And that isn't just magazines aimed at men. That is actually, statistically, it is more likely for magazines aimed at women to have a woman on them, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, like, there's, from what I understand, there is something about uh, our psychology that will, we're more likely to look at that, right? For both genders. And that's true. And I think these guys are that, ugly. Maybe what that highlights is like, yes, I, I would argue that women are going to, as, and of course, everyone is going to have a different experience online and in games and all. But women, I think, are going to more often have s- certain kinds of experiences that men are less likely to have. I think that is the reality of the situation. Absolutely. Um, but I well, don't know that that is necessarily a bad thing. But the thing that's often said is that or only that women have the these experiences and then that. men's, it's just a gentleman like gathering. We're all nice to each other. There's no toxicity. Like, yeah, it really goes both and ways. It's just different, different name it's different. calling. It's different, different words and verbiage for the name calling, but it's name calling all the same and toxicity, you know? Um, and, and there's no, there's no true. solution posed to any, any problem brought up. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, this is one of those things where it's it's a, it's a problem and your solution it's a problem though like like, like I'm, I'm I mean, gonna be honest I, exactly, I feel like a lot of where this the conversation is, like if there's a real problem give us evidence so we can look at and, into it and tackle it like I've had a discussion in the past where this person just threw out there and posited that black people are being held from working in gaming studios and I just asked them where, why, how, like wh- who did it? I was expecting a story to where like so-and-so didn't get the job because this is, it. it was nothing. And then I was thinking about it. You can maybe say, um, based off of those usual lines of thinking of like minorities can't do this and this because X, Y, Z. And a lot of times there's some truth to it, you know, but then that's a more systemic thing based off of like past and infrastructure and opportunity available, not some overbearing, like, we can't cause you're black kind of thing, you know? And so yeah. I want there to be actual 
evidence of problems. So when you tell us there's a problem, we actually know where to look, where to go to handle it. Because I don't know of anybody in real life, maybe that's just a circle of people I'm around, that have any problem or qualms with women or minorities or anything playing in video games, working in video games. Like, honestly, like God of War, the actor for God of War, I can't remember his name right now, but um, he's, he's a black guy and maybe uh, uh, something else because he has such a unique look to him. Not a single person's like, you know, God of War is really great, but man, that's a black guy though. No, we love his work. He is the God of War the way Henry Cavill is Superman. We want this dude to be voicing God of War from here on. Um, I don't see the attitude that journalists like to act like this is some gaming is some oppressive industry towards minorities and women. I just don't see it. Who's holding them back? Just to kind of finish up here, I I would say, you know, gaming is one of the few social mediums where you enter and through through just using chat, I rarely use voice chat in games. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like when I put put into a game, it's like, hey, I am now like, I'm I'm a I'm a counter terrorist operator on Dust Two, right? Boom, n- n- nothing else. You you can't you can judge me based on the fact that I use the Nova, right? Mm-hmm. But but w- playing Elder Scrolls Online or something like that, you know, hey, now I am a I am a uh, oh you goodness. have Altmer, you have Altmer a, Paladin or something like that. You completely escape it. And gaming is one of the few areas where you can find that kind of complete erasure of common social boundaries, and it's mm-hmm. still a social activity. Yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully, this article was just written in 1998, and they found it in the archives and just changed mm-hmm. some dates and published it. Because yeah, it's kind of embarrassing to something. just now say... <gasps> Yeah, they're playing yeah, yeah. games. Like, like, like there's just there, there's, there's something just such very a wide 2014 array. about it. Yeah, there's just such a wider array of professional women in games, and um, yeah, they all have their stories of a hard time because you know you're gonna have guy on guy audiences be different with them, um, but it's a hard time for well, a, a lot of people at that stage, you know, of fame, and uh, yeah. Again, but again, the tone with some of these articles, you make it seem like there's only three women or something in games. It's like, no, there's yeah. thousands I mean, that, that, and thousands that's, of that's professionals. That's part of the reason I, I thought it would yeah. be really funny to include this article personally. It's just because it, it does seem so like comically out of touch. And I think it sort of makes sense that Forbes is the one writing this. Because it's like I said before, it's a very 2014 title to have. Um, mm. It's... It's like Don't, no shit. I, you know? I, I just hate it when people are made victims out of things where they're not victims. They're very much people that can hold their own and thrive in the industry. I can name off um, Dex Bonus, Sydney Goodman, great hosts you've seen in the Game Awards the last couple of times. Um, the whole cast of uh, Rooster Teeth that uh, talks on the podcast for games. I can't remember the name in the moment. Sorry. Um, Alana Pierce. You know, all these yeah. people, like, I've seen no one be like, nah, zip, nah, get them out of there. They shouldn't have that job. I, I, What I will say is I, I have no doubt that you can find a tweet by someone saying something. But I think you can find a lot of tweets saying a lot of things to about and, and to a lot of people. And I think 
yeah, there's maybe someone saying something somewhere, but it does seem to me that there's no overwhelming tone in gaming um, that is attempting to be exclusionary. And that's not to say there aren't certain communities that are have a, a, like dominance of, of one, you know, like mm-hmm. one gender over the other or whatever, but like, okay, so there's a gendered, or not like not even a structurally gendered space, just a socially gendered space. Like that's mm-hmm. okay. You know, I just haven't seen and, an overwhelming opposition force against women in games. I have seen overwhelming opposition force at times of people getting attacked for being lacking skill of games, but holding a position of authority, like journalists and stuff. Like I have seen that. And that gets pretty ugly when someone isn't good enough for a game. Once but they hold once, a again a journalism job. I I once again I there is the part of me that can think of, of or, or some examples where journal jur, game journalists were are uh, still very unpopular but a few years ago in particular i think it was very popular to to go after them and i mean everyone knows the the example where the game journalists couldn't get past the cuphead tutorial right there are just certain game journalists who do not deserve to hold their job mm-hmm. i will say at the height of uh like the late late stage 2014 era culture war stuff so that's to say like um maybe around 2017 forward a little bit, like in, in that era, I can remember seeing situations where it felt like people were a little too eager to jump on the, like, oh, you, you know, they probably only got that job because they're a woman, or, or oh, they only, um, like, like too, too quickly to jump to, uh, or too quick, rather, to jump to the conclusion that this person is an SJW or blah, 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 whatever. And I, I do remember seeing that, and I will say that, that there's something to that, and I'm... I, 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 I don't know. I guess I'm just bringing that up as a bit of a counter to say... I, I know I what you're saying, because I make it a point that. when any of these things happen of just kind of following all parties involved, I, you know, to see I, I, if I, it's a gaming thing or a cultural thing. And uh, honestly, the the theories line up it kind of ends up being the usual opposition saying this, these people from this one isolated incident kind of line up with the line of thinking with other incidences. And so unfortunately Mm. there is a pattern, a a cultural pattern there of these people, but it is what it is. I mean, as long as we can get in the same server together, just play a video game should be good. It's going to get real ugly when you're saying you can't play this because you're sex or the way you think and this and that, like, that's when in all, gonna, in all in all that's I'm when we're to gonna say. raise the red flag because like that's all, just weird. All all I'm trying to say is that like I'm I'm sure there are some examples of X Y Z. I won't say never, but I'll say that I do think that articles like this do strike me as out of touch, um, or maybe a little more sinister, not sinister per se, but a little more pessimistically. Articles like this sometimes strike me as they're to be able to be pointed to later and be like, well, this is a problem there for X, Y, Z, but so what you're going to do, you know? Yeah. We do have to wrap up and this is something we're probably going to look a little deeper into just to understand more so on one side of like, how is this conversation still going on? Um, and so we'll look into what the perceived, well, whether perceived or real barriers to entry into the video game industry for women We'll see what they're saying, and then we'll follow up. 
And so we might do a deeper episode like that on a new podcast series we're looking into called bonus points that literally will just go in really deep, like actual like 60 minutes documentary style journalism or something into these things. And then we'll hash it out longer. But for now, I'd like to thank those of you who tuned into the podcast. Uh, if you're listening to this on Apple podcasts or Spotify, know that we record these live at twitch.tv slash heavy shelf every Friday at 2 PM Eastern. So if you want to join the conversation, give us your points in the chat. We will read them back and uh, even discuss them in long form every now and then, depending on how good the point is. So again, if you head over to twitch.tv slash heavy shelf, you can join the conversation, but also you will see the links in the panels below to all of our other content on heavyshelf.com. We write, we write reviews. We have other articles. We even have some uh, parody articles written by Moose here. And uh, check us out there. You can also, from there, join our Discord, where you'll be able to talk to us directly in a more freeform fashion, as well as join some of our community servers. We have a Valheim server right now. It's been really successful, and we're looking to start a Rush server at some point. Come join and play. we got it all set up for you. Hang out. Let's enjoy some video games together. Man, woman, young, old, all cars, doesn't matter. Everybody, like, play games with us. You're welcome. Hope to see you guys next week.